Hey there, crypto miner. Oh, me? No, the other guy with the pocket protector. Uh. Yes, you. Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, I well, don't. look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. Got all your old favorites like X11, Scripts, SHA-256, ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty Supernet flavors like Opal Coin, Bitcoin Dart, VPN Coin, Fiber Coin, and Veracoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at www.altnuts.com. Good morning, good morning, Cryptoland and Supernet. This is Angelo, or as you know me better, Lutz, and uh, we're we're doing another show this morning. So uh, good morning. I have my coffee, and uh, my partner Colin is here mm -hmm. with me. And uh, today, what are we talking about? Bitcoin? Dark? Yes, we are talking about teleport. Oh, Bitcoin Dark and its main feature, teleport, which is a big mystery to most people. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin Dark. Let, let's get let's get some history on Bitcoin Dark. Is so so we have Bitcoin, right? Which is pseudonymous. What's that word? Pseudo. Pseudonymous. Pseudonymous. Sounds dirty. And uh, it's it's known not to be anonymous. That's the problem with it. Yes. So over over time, you know, the biggest the biggest. Uh, goal of most of these alt currencies are to to try to get it anonymous right to try to fix that problem that bitcoin has mm -hmm. uh you know mostly i've what i what i've personally seen is you know a lot of them using mixers yeah mixers yeah. what how do mixers work i think they kind of get a bunch of addresses right and they they mix them around so you so uh, you know during during the trend during the transmit, and then by the time it gets to the end, you really don't know who it came from. Yeah, except the thing is, the mixer itself knows who the coin came from and who it's going to. Right, so, and, and that's that's what I heard. I heard it's not a hundred percent. I think something like eighty six percent anonymous. And then uh, what 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 other solutions we have for anonymity? On, on on transitions, uh... there was something called ring key signatures, which is where multiple private keys can unlock the same account or the same address. And the thing is, it provides anonymity by making it so that you don't know which key was used to access the coins at which point in time. Uh, and what's the what's the percentage on that? Is that how's that worked out? Uh, it depends on how many people can access the coins. The more people can access the coins, the higher risk you have of losing them. But the more people can access them, the more anonymity you have. Oh, so so these rings come from random people, other people. <laughs> Usually, it's people you trust. But there are other people who can access them. 
Oh, so that's not good. So more more computers out there that could touch something means the more flaws it has. Uh, and it also causes a lot of blockchain bloat as well. Right, which is a whole separate problem. Uh, you know that what's uh, I think Blueberry is has come up with a solution for that. Oh, I, actually, I think uh, Bitcoin Dark actually has a, a better solution than than the Blueberry. Uh, something called the Ram Chain. Yeah. Where uh, the blockchain is stored in the RAM mm-hmm. of a computer. Now, I actually seen this live because uh, Bitcoin Dark Dev one day needed a computer, and I offered it to him. He needed a Windows computer because he's not a Windows user. And uh, you know, I, I loaned him mine, and he. I was watching him uh, use APIs, mm-hmm. you know, for the RAM chains, the new RAM chain technology, and uh, he brought up the rich list. And it took about like point zero eight seconds. Wow! Quick. It was so it was so fast. I was, it was amazing. I, I, I've I've never. You could bring up a web page and it'll be a lot slower. You know, I, I've I I've never seen a web page come up that quickly. You know, it's it's really it's really fast. Yeah, I bet. Uh, my so so I guess what it does is it takes the whole bloat of putting it on your hard drive, which. Which with Bitcoin, you know, eventually what they're saying is, you know, people are not going to have large enough hard drives, right, to uh, to cover the whole blockchain. And, yeah. You know, it's not going to be easy to install at some point. You know, people are going to need, uh, you know, 30, 40 gigs, you know. And, and these days, people are buying computers with SSD drives in it. You know, and SSD drives aren't as... As big as the play drives, so so you have uh, you know say, say you have 120 gig, which is kind of standard for SSD now, maybe maybe two uh, two something. You only have like 100 gigs left, and 100 gigs is nothing. Yeah, I mean the way I see it, it's like 100 movies, you know, and less because each MKV file is uh, one point something. So. So it'll be a problem for people who have standard computers. People who have laptops won't even be able to install it. So RAM chains uh, puts takes it out of that hard that out of the plate out of the hard drive and it puts it in the the temporary memory in the in the RAM. Those little RAM chips that you see instead of the hard the big clunky hard drive mm-hmm. inside the computer and. Uh, and you know RAM RAM is fast. It's temporary memory, right? Random access yes. memory. So it, you know, the problem with RAM is, and I, I'm curious to know is, if you turn off your computer, you know, do you, uh, I'm, it probably reloads the blockchain just as fast as you know it does everything else. But uh, you know, problem with RAM is when you shut off the computer, it everything washes mm-hmm. out, right? That's that's why it's RAM and not ROM. Yeah, so it it was really fast. I mean, I I saw it working. You know, right here on my monitor, it was amazing. Uh, it's it looks like the the solution. Uh, that I think James was saying one day that it it was so fast that you know they have problems that it's so fast they have to put in they have to they have to put in like stoppers wow. 
to keep to to slow it down, you know, so that so that it doesn't cause any issues. But you know, too fast, like I can't imagine, is is a problem. You know, in the, in the future, there'll be plenty of other natural stoppers, you know, things to slow it down. So being too fast shouldn't be an issue. That's a big that's, fast. And that's all. And that's all from Bitcoin Dark. Uh, you know, I saw I saw this thing. I, what what was the what's the latest pump I saw? Uh, I think it was Crave, right? Did you see that? Uh, no, I haven't. It went from, it went from like forty five to like seven hundred thousand satoshis in like in a couple of days. It would, it would it would it totally blew my mind, and you know it, it looks like a, a fork o- over a dark dark coin. Hmm. Uh, the only the only problem I have with that is that they use the they use master nodes, right? You, you heard that concept, yeah? Where a user gets to use a master node, you know, if they have a certain amount of coins, like ten thousand of that specific coin, they get to use that master node. Mm-hmm. And then they get they kind of get paid a little extra from the transactions yeah. for for operating that master node. Mm-hmm. From what I from what I heard from a developer that it's not a great idea because it kind of uh, goes against decentralization. Yeah, when, when people are operating master nodes, so it's it's not really uh, and it makes sense because you know in a peer to peer network. You know, and if you're familiar with peer-to-peer networks, I mean, the the most vanilla peer-to-peer ne- network I could think of is probably something like SoulSeek, where where you you have a, a client on your computer, and it and it communicates with directly to other people's computers that have the same client, mm-hmm. and and it, it broadcasts out and, and it, it finds other people, and that's decentralized. You, you know. What are they going to do? They're going to come to every. They're going to knock on everybody's door and tell them to stop using it. They can't do that. That would be impossible. So that, that's that's a that's completely decentralized in my mind. Peer to peer is a, a old. It's old and it still works. Mm-hmm. So operating something centralized as master nodes, it, it kind of goes against the grain, from what I heard. Uh, now. You know, I don't, as far as the transactions, I don't know, but you know, it looks like it was just a, a pump as far as Crave is concerned, mm-hmm. because the the price is back down to like two hundred, and I think it's dwindling down into the one hundreds now. So, it was uh, it was it was all just a you, you know what you know, the problem is I think people just don't know, you know, and, and it, it's hard to find this type of knowledge out there. Mm. Uh, you, you know, the developers aren't out there speaking freely, and, and there are uh, there's a, a lot of. Oh, hold on a second, we might have a guest caller. Hello, you're on air. Hello, is is Kavando there? <laughs> no, I, I think Kavando's still sleeping. Hell no, he isn't. This is Kavando himself. What the heck? You don't even recognize me, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kev? We got we got Colin here this morning. We're on. We're I see online. that. I, uh, we're yeah, talking I, to, we're talking about. Bitcoin I was listening I, in. You know, I've been pitching the show all week. I just wanted to tell you, I neglected to. Uh, wait, hold it. Let me turn off uh, this. I got to turn off the. Uh, I'm getting feedback. I got the radio on. Oh, hold on. 
Okay, there we go. Uh, I was uh, talking with Bitcoin Dark Dev last night, and I said, you know, you ought to listen to the show tomorrow. Uh, Colin and Lutz are doing a show on Bitcoin Dark. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, you ought to join them. You'd be great. He says, I don't do live interviews. I said, well, get on the shout box and give him a hard time. Use an alias, you know, bust his balls. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, uh, he laughed, and he said uh, he's available for any kind of uh, comments or source questions or whatever you have. I don't know if he's going to be listening in or whatever, but uh, he said he would be available for any, you know, tweets back and forth you know, off, uh, off air stuff or, or maybe he could respond. Maybe we could do that in the future, but it yeah. sounds good. You guys, uh, I'm, I'm listening myself. So, you know, uh, we, 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 we know Kev is a big, a big Bitcoin dark fan. He's, he's probably the biggest Bitcoin dark fan. Uh, yeah. Myself. Yeah. 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 Every show, every show you do, you always there's always a mention of Bitcoin. Dark. Well, uh, you know, I'm biased. I'm a homer, man. You know, I, you know, I could never be an announcer because, uh, you know, a sports announcer because I'd be a wicked homer for my team. <laughs> but that, like, I'm always pitching Supernet Radio too. Supernet. That this is all brought to you by the Supernet Radio Network out there, folks. We'll be going to be issuing an asset soon. You'll be able to get in on the action. So we, we, we were just talking about uh, centralization versus DSO. So we, we were just talking about master nodes not being a great idea. Uh, apparently, from what I've, I've spoken to Bitcoin Dark Dev and a couple other devs, and they say that it kind of goes against the whole idea of decentralization. That's what me and Colin well, well, how does a master node fit in with Bitcoin Dark? I mean, do they have a bunch of nodes? Is it one node? You know, what, well, what, what is it? Well, first of all, for me, I, I don't even really understand what a node is and how that fits into coins. I know that there are a spot where people call in and, and then the transactions run through them, and the more nodes you have, the healthier the network. But I don't really understand what a node is and how it fits in to the blockchain or the coin or whatever. Colin, you want to Yeah, that sure. Uh, a node is basically just a server that's running the coin software. And anybody can contact it. Like you said, it's like a place where people send transactions to it's a ser- um, when you say it's a server you say it's an entire server itself it's either like a full server or like a little mini virtual server uh, all it needs to do is be able to run the coin so uh, anyone could go buy a virtual private server and run one when you say run the coin so there's this whole software that that is running any particular coin Yes. Is that is that what a wallet is or is that different? That's where all the staking is. That's the blockchain that's running. Yes. OK. I, I think it's I think it's the same idea of, of a wallet. Yeah. It's just it's 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 really the same concept. Only they're making it special by, you know, certain people having to have a certain amount of coins to uh, to issue these these transactions. Uh, also, keep in mind, servers, when you say it's a, it's a whole server, servers are really nothing. I mean, I, I can make a server out of, uh, 
out of out of a Raspberry yeah. Pi, you know, which are those the smallest of computers. I mean, a, a server is just what what differentiates a regular computer from a server is is the just the software. Exactly. That's it. So it, it when, when you when you think of a server, I know you think of big business and and a a whole room full of these huge computers, but it's it's really not that. It's it's simply just the software. So instead of having Windows Seven or Windows Eight, you would have Windows Server, and once it that's installed on it, whatever you install that on, that's the server. And I actually and, and, uh, that, and then a node. If that would be a node, and, and that would be the the node, mm-hmm. right? The master node. Now, when you say a Raspberry Pi, what are they like? About sixty bucks or something, aren't they? Yeah, they're tiny. They're tiny. So you could you could buy a Raspberry Pi and install and there's free software and it would be a server. So you could actually run a master node for right. you just hook up the Raspberry yeah, Pi to your internet. And then it's it, it would yep. be uh, so you wouldn't have to rent a a, a a VPN or a server or anything from anybody. You just have it for the cost of for the cost right. of a Raspberry Pi. Yep, yep, yep. As a, it, it's a little different when you do it from home because you got to set up the ports correctly. And you have to make sure you know everything's you know because you, you have a router involved and you most likely have your modem involved mm-hmm. and you have to make sure the certain ports. Well, you see, that's where I get lost. Yeah. Because I'm not a, yeah. I, I mean, you're with your uh, career, your uh, career and your professional uh, engineer, you can do that stuff. Colin, can, you can do that stuff too with the ports and everything. Yeah, I actually uh, ran uh, Nextnode from my laptop for a while. And, was, uh, and, and, and what do you get now? What do you? What is the reward for running a node? I think you get paid. They pay you extra. I do like I, that. That new Crave coin has master nodes, and people were saying that they were making upwards of uh, four Bitcoin a week mm. in the last week, just running a master node because of the volume of transactions. Yeah, because of the volume. Because you, we saw that. So it's spike. so the master sure. nodes get. Of course, it probably varies from coin to coin. Maybe some coins pay a flat rate to their. The, their their nodes. Okay, what's to stop anybody from putting a node and starting to make money on, off of any coin? Uh, well, that's where they they set up the limitation in their code. So if you set up their special wallet, they they have a limitation where you need a certain amount of coin in order to activate that feature. Yeah. So so like you need ten thousand, you know, Crave coin in order to run a, a Crave coin. Uh, uh, you know, is that what they're talking about with you know, the fiber coin now? Uh, to be on the board, you need eight thousand, or is that something different? Maybe if you're on the board, then they'll let you run a node or something. Oh, that yeah, that, that well, that no, that that's a that's just to be on on their their board, you know, to make the, help make decisions for the future. That's that's not technology. That's just something. Uh, that's more politics. Yeah. Well, how do I get to to be to run a node for Bitcoin Dark? Well, you, anybody could run a node. That that's the, that's what and that's what we mm-hmm. were getting at. You know, making 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 uh, this thing special, these master special nodes, kind of goes against the whole decentralization because not everybody could do it, and only certain people will be touching every transaction. So, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but. 
if if those transactions hit those master nodes, that means those master nodes have information on those transactions. Only those master nodes. Yes. You know, instead with Bitcoin Dark, you, you know, and the, and the way it should be is everybody should should be touching it. When when you got thousands of people touching touching the transactions randomly, it's more decentralized. Mm -hmm. So so that's so that's what you're talking about with the decentralization problem. Because if there's only one master node, then uh, and th I imagine there'll be how many mass? Is there any way to know how many nodes there are for Bitcoin Dark now? Uh, well, I really don't know. I could ask. I could ask. Well, but let's. Them, but they, they, there's no master nodes like, with with Bitcoin Dark. I believe it's every. As long as you have a wallet, you're a node. So every wallet is a node right now. Right, so, and, and that makes it more decent. Everybody. So, so does that mean that the wallets are getting? Is that part of? Uh, they they should be getting paid for some of the transactions then. Right, and naturally, you do get you get staking. You get you get paid through staking, right, Colin? Is that the way it works? You keep the wallet open, you get paid through staking. I thought that was just yeah. interest on the amount of coins. That is interest on the amount of coins. The thing is, a node, uh, anyone running the wallet okay. software can run a node. The thing is that you have to have the ports open for other people to be able to connect to it. So even though you're a node, people can't really recognize you or connect to you unless you have those ports open, which is where it gets complicated. So if I have my Bitcoin dark wallet open for staking, I might be getting the interest on my staking, but I'm missing out on uh, other possible income because my ports aren't open or might not be. No, you don't really get paid for running a normal node. The idea of getting paid for a node or a master node is something uh, that was unique to Darkcoin and now is being cloned in other coins. Right, it is forking it. Well, I do know that for Veracoin, that uh, when you're staking, uh, you are part of the staking is you get the benefit. It, it helps to run, maybe they got the ports all open too, because you get, while you're staking, you get, um, you're automatically getting money from transaction fees. Right, well, I, I think I think the more transaction fees and the more transactions that go through do increase the amount of money you make off yes. the staking, right? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's so all, that's how, that's it's all added paid. into the staking. But, it, but I, I know that in Veracoin, you are getting that's part of the payments that you receive from staking is you get part of the transaction fee money but yes. i don't I, but uh i don't I, I never understood that that's that's so in bitcoin dark or that maybe we are getting paid through that and that's what we need where's that bitcoin dev damn it get him right. on here we need got some questions for that well, guy well, I I believe that that is how it mm -hmm. works. You're you're right. So it, it does. You do get paid also, not just the regular interest, but you do get paid for transactions through the the mining. Which well, it can, it can the, work that way, and it does work that way in Veracoin, and it's clear in 
the documentation from Veracoin that you are getting paid for the transactions, but it's not clear to me for Bitcoin Dark. It's, it, I think that's standard for all proof of stake. So all, any coin using proof of stake will uh, naturally, you'll, you'll get paid more if there's more yes. transactions. So it, it's kind of a standard through all proof of all coins using proof of stake. All right. Now, the thing is, with Bit, and the reason I'm so big on Bitcoin Dark is that you're going to have to have Bitcoin Dark to uh, run supernet transactions. And then with all this teleport and telepathy and the, they get Instadex. Yeah, and so for, right. From, from what I heard, all these features in the future will require a one Bitcoin dark minimum balance, which isn't much. Right. But if you get, you know, 10,000 accounts that are using Bitcoin dark or using Instadex, that's 10,000 right. that aren't going to be able, they're going to be off the market. Well, no, that's 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 ten thousand people that'll make it more or not. Right, and and they'll have randomized. to have at least one Bitcoin dark that they they keep. Right, and the more people, the more the, the more it, it regulates the price, because everyone will need it. Right least one. now, does does that mean that the bit so Bitcoin dark will be getting all of the. Uh, I'm starting to get confused about all the money that could be coming. That Bitcoin Dark, I love that coin. Yeah, well, well, Bitcoin Dark, as far as getting paid, is is really a a, a beast of its own. It, it you, you get they're, they're talking about all the revenues that you get from Instadex and Supernet. Right. And Supernet are gonna you're gonna get paid. Uh, it's gonna convert into Bitcoin Dark, and you're gonna get five percent of the revenues. Mm -hmm. Through so so you're not going to get the revenues through assets, but you're they're going to convert somehow, and I'm sure James knows how. That well, that's their works. five 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 uh, advertising program. They think going to go. You get five percent from staking, you get five percent from Supernet, and you get five percent from Instantex. Right, the five percent you get from the Supernet and Instantex will be converted into Bitcoin Dark and put into your wallet. And and that's all included because you have your wallet open in your staking. Uh, it, well, I think that goes according to how many coins you have in your wallet. So you, you'd get paid more if you have more Bitcoin dark. You'd get more of a share. Is there a minimum where you don't get any? You don't get any extra? No, you probably get a tiny, tiny bit if you have a... Where is all this stuff? I got to start reading up. I love this stuff. Uh, BitcoinDark.pw is the website. And it's a really fantastic website. It's a really really explains a lot uh, a lot of good work was put into this mm -hmm. website you know and I know websites I, I missed out on that when I got to check that out because right off the bitcoin.com that cash just is uh, has written some articles explaining uh, ram chains and uh, teleport and stuff like that that are not they, you know they're short and to the point and very explanatory but they're off those are off the yeah, regular thing I, I I thought you had a shot to get him on with you guys. Uh, he, I asked him, uh, but he's a really busy guy apparently. Uh, he also uh, lives on in different time zones, so right now he's probably everybody sleeping. lives in a different time zone. Yeah, he, right now he's in the. Hey, I'm a busy guy too. I gotta get. I gotta watch the races. I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, I'm listening in and checking you out. I just wanted to check you out and uh, make sure you're uh, on the ball. All right, thanks. Thanks for thanks for all right, Kevin. 
Hey, later. See you later. Have a good day, yep. man. Later, Cole. All right, guys. All right, so, uh, yeah, that, that was Kevando. And Kevando is, uh, he does his own show. It's called the, the Chillax Hour. And it's, it's a very relaxing show. He plays some music and he keeps you up to date on the, the latest on what's happening. Uh, it's, it's a bit different from this show as we, we try to educate you through, uh, you know, we, we put a retard like me on and we get a professional like Colin, ask, you know, answering the, the more complex questions. You know, I, I, I do know a little bit through my networking. Uh, I'm, I do know networking mm-hmm. very well. Uh, other than, you know, on servers, and, you know, that's what I do as a job. But, you know, as far as the crypto world, you know, and security, uh, Colin is the professional here. So we are, you know, we, we, we aim to educate here. And, and you know, Kev, Kev show, crypto show, will keep you up to date during the week. You know, so it's it's really a great thing to tune into. You know, if you want to ca- just catch up on what's going on without having to go to that toilet Bitcoin, uh, uh, what what's that forum called? Bit Bitcoin, Bitcoin talk. Bitcoin talk. Yeah, yeah. It's that's it's horrendous, and you guys sit there and you're reading through all the posts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's easier just to jump on and listen to Kevando. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. You know, he he, re- you know, have one person read through it all, which is what he does. And you know he keeps up to date, and he, then he keeps everybody else up to date. So it's a great, great show. Uh, let's let's get to teleport. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin Dark offers this feature called teleport. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it sounds like something out of Star Trek. <laughs> it does. Uh, teleport, from what I hear, is is the it's probably the end all solution for anonymity. Would you agree, or do you have some? Uh, I you, you were telling me you have a gripe. Was that was that satisfied by James, or uh, is there still a gripe about the teleport? No, that was uh, that was satisfied. Oh, I was okay. very impressed so uh, once I actually figured out how the very technical cryptography works. Uh, talking about uh, XORing and all of that, it's nice. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm sure, and he. He kind of speaks like yeah. Yoda, so it's a little hard to understand him sometimes. But uh, and I'm I'm not really sure what language he actually speaks because you know he's a he's a, a non guy. He's probably Satoshi Nakamoto. We, we don't even know. You know he's he's just fixing his his Bitcoin dark his Bitcoin problem with Bitcoin dark. But uh, let's not start any rumors. <laughs> uh, so, t- so teleport. The way it works is, from what I understand, what I got out of the white paper is, uh, you know, that whole Alice in Wonderland and pirates. Mm-hmm. He's got a great imagination. Let me tell you. Uh, you had, one transaction goes to a node, right, and then from there, it drops the information of the last person, but keeps the treasure, as he says in the white paper. And the treasure is passed on to another person, uh, the closest node near it to the destination. So the only thing that it knows is is the is the the destination, right? And every time it passes through nodes, a node it drops the information from the last person, so that can never be found. That's uh, telepathy. And oh, am I getting confused here? So what what's teleport? G- give me a breakdown on teleport. Well. Uh, in, you know, in your in your sense of it, 
the best way I could, or the simplest way I could explain teleport is it's like a temporal mixer. Uh, basically, what it does is it makes it so that you can't track the time when a transaction was sent. Because instead of sending somebody an actual transaction, what you're doing is you're sending them the ability to make that transaction. So it'd be sort of like if I had a paper wallet and I gave you my paper wallet instead of, say, sending you the transaction on the blockchain, then you make the transaction with the paper wallet. Does that make sense? You're right, because the paper, paper wallet would be the most secure way of doing it. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that sort of like air-gapped? Would that be considered air gap uh, between each transaction? Not really. No. 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 All right. I'm just I'm just speaking out of my anyway. All right. So, all right. I, I'm 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 still confused about teleport. Okay. Can you explain it a little better than that? I'm. I'm okay. You know, even even for our listeners, I'm sure they're confused. Teleport is a, a confusing concept, but uh, it is open source and it is the I you know from what I hear, Bitcoin Dark has the best the best so far out there. You know, and, and I I believe they even have uh, you know some some famous people reviewing mm -hmm. it, you know, auditing it, and so give us a breakdown. Okay, so I guess the best way to explain it would be to first explain the possible attacks on Bitcoin that teleport aims to fix. The first is based on a timestamp, because uh, every transaction is timestamped, correct? So, right. It gets recorded on the Yes. Ledger. So let's say uh, I go and I say, I sent you 500.32 Bitcoin at noon yesterday. All somebody would have to do to figure out who or the address for that transaction would be look up when it's sent and look up the 500.32 value. So that would basically reveal who was sending it to who. Does that make sense? You following so far? Yes. But, but that that's just from one node to another. That's node. from one address to another address. Oh, I see. But doesn't it go through multiple multiple addresses before it gets to its destination address? Uh, not really. No. Uh, the thing is that with teleport, what you're doing is instead of broadcasting the transaction itself at that particular time, right? what you are doing is broadcasting the person in an encrypted fashion so that only they can read it. You're broadcasting them the ability to make that transaction. When they receive it, they make the transaction at a different time than when you sent it. So that you can't correlate the time when it was sent to the time when it was redeemed. Right, that, and that's how they. That's how you know uh, process of elimination. That's how you know 
the cops or whoever figure out who who sent what because that's called fingerprinting, right? Yes. When they, when with the timestamps, mm -hmm. so so if you eliminate that, it makes it even more difficult to figure out where it came. And from. further, uh, teleport sends this ability to make a transaction called a telepod. In standard denominations, which would be, uh, as far as I understand from the white paper, uh, values of 10, or multiples of 10. So it could be a telepod containing 1 Bitcoin dark, 10 Bitcoin dark, 100 Bitcoin dark, or 0.1 Bitcoin dark. Right. Uh, and that way they can't track, uh, they can't track the actual value of it. I see. Oh, okay. So it, and so it eliminates the timestamp and the actual value but, that's being sent. Because the values are all sent in standard denominations so that, uh, it's not like there will only be one transaction that was sent with 500.6829348787 Bitcoin dark, a very, very specific amount. Uh, instead, it would be in all standardized values, which are much more difficult to track because instead of one person sending a transaction of that value, there may be 500 people sending a transaction of that value. Oh wow! Okay, so it's so teleport really makes it real. It makes it anonymous completely. Almost there's 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 really no no flaw that 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 James hasn't thought of. The only possible flaw I could see is when it's first starting and it's not widely used. The more people I, that I use it, the more secure it becomes. Right, and and that that's kind of like any network, mm -hmm. any crypto. I, I heard the transaction fees gained from other currencies. You know, the new supernet is going to have this thing called instant. Yes, and and you're going to be able to trade decentral, decentralized in a decentralized fashion. Uh, you never not having to use the exchanges anymore, which is you know the the bottleneck, which you know if people wanted information on who's getting what. They would they would put the they would put the noose on the on those on on the exchanges because they're the ones with all the all the transaction mm -hmm. information. Now Instadex is decentralized, a decentralized exchange, and I heard that all the all, all the transaction fees gained from uh, the other currencies when when you're trading from one currency to another currency through this decentralized exchange called Instadex, it's going to be distributed. Uh, you know, to all, all the Bitcoin dark holders, it's going to use teleport to do that. So even when you get your your uh, revenue for for the for the transaction, when on the receiving end, it also uses teleport. Yeah. So I, I, I was impressed with that. So you so on both, even if you're making money, uh, you know, say you have thousands of Bitcoin dark and you're making money, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to know who's making that money because it's uh, teleports being used in the, in the reverse fashion on the receiving mm -hmm. end also. 
I, I found that that was that was really cool. Uh, how about this? How about uh, so we we have tel- telepathy, which is the so far the 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 best solution for anonymity. You know, a, a lot of people out there seem to think you know other coins have better solutions, but so far in my research and you know from uh, from what I, I've learned from you and other developers uh, that we talk to daily on Slack, mm-hmm. uh, telepathy is the end all at the moment. Uh, have it have a teleport. You got it backwards. Oh, uh, so, uh, te- uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Te- what what's telepathy? So so teleport is uh, is is the anony- anonymity of the transactions. What's teleport? Uh, telepathy. Oh, I, I actually hold on a second. Bitcoin Dark Dev just uh, just sent me a message. Oh. He's he's glad to answer that question for us. Uh, he says telepathy uses a peer-to-peer network, similar to the one used by file-sharing network BitTorrent. This has a number of useful properties. With telepathy, each node just knows of a few other nodes around it. Not every node in the network, though. To route a packet to the recipient, a node simply passes the packet on to every other node. Uh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. It simply passes the packet on to every node closer, closest to the des- destination that, than itself. So let me read that again. I'm sorry. I'm retarded this morning. I haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> to to route a packet to the recipient, a node simply passes the packet onto every node closest to the destination than itself. So so I guess it, it, it just finds the closest node to the destination from what he's saying, and that's all it knows. Mm-hmm. The closest nodes. So, so he says, uh, uh, we're getting another one. So a node might handle a transaction, and it doesn't even need to know the intended recipient. Huh. That's pretty cool. He says, each node can only calculate which of its peers is closer to the destination than itself. So, that, so, that, so that's what tele, uh, telepathy does. It, it only calculates which of the peers are closer to its destination. That's that, that's really that's some that's some amazing technology. I mean, this is this is getting way way advanced. I, I haven't heard any other coin do something like this yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, until until somebody else goes and forks it. Which can happen, you know, any day. Uh, there's, there's thousands of shit coins out there, and I, I'm happy to say, yeah, there's shit. There's a lot of shit out there, people. Uh, you know, if you're just getting into crypto, and you jump on, and you're randomly, uh, you know, investing in a lot of these coins, there's there's hundreds of coins out there. If you look at that list, you really need to do your yeah. homework. Uh, you know, here on Supernet Radio, we're trying to help you out. You know, get you to the forefront of which coins are are uh, you know probably the ones to look at. You know, because there's a Isn't lot. Isn't there going to be a new show on that? 
I, I, we are working on a new show. There's a new show coin coming out. Uh, I believe uh, we have Prince, DJ Prince, and Bass, who will be uh, giving it a test run tomorrow. Uh, bass guitar man from from Opal, mm -hmm. you know him. He uh, he's gonna he audits the code. He tells us, uh, you know, what his his opinion of the code because I don't believe that every developer could find every flaw in a code, right? I mean, you could get somebody else for another auditor just as easily and find something that the last one yeah. didn't find, right? So, so they, there's they, that's not a a hundred percent, but but he's gonna give his opinion on it, and uh, and they, they're just gonna tell you about the coins. So every week there there will be a show where uh, Prince and Bass will come on and uh, and tell you about a coin and their their opinion of the coin. Now opinions are very controversial. Uh, you know. I'm sure we'll get some controversy out of that, but uh, it's it's a way of learning. Mm -hmm. You know, you could you could hear you could hear an honest opinion from from uh, you know somebody that's that's deep into the crypto world and another one that develops coins. So so it's it's really it's, it's it should be a great show. Yeah, and uh, you know they, they, we do have another show on top of that. That's that's going to be really really controversial but uh, it's going to be a special show and it's it's not going to play regularly mm. so we'll, we'll announce those and uh at this point i'm not going to give too much too much more information but it's it's going to be pretty special uh, i just just think of a courtroom oh boy and <laughs> yeah and and a community and and you know and other you know it's 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 going to be it's going to be ridiculous but uh you know it, it should be fun it should be fun even to listen to so yeah we have some great things coming you know and, and it's all it's all to educate people on and you know you, you can go to bitcoin talk forum and you know i, I know we're not, we're going off on a on a on a different rail at the moment but just just so you you people know you go to Bitcoin Talk Forum, and you listen to some of these people, uh, you know, like, uh, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, Altcoin uh, US or something like that. You, there's, there's some people out there that get paid to, to put down a coin. Mm -hmm. And it's in their best interest to do that because they're buying it. So you could, you could, and they're really good at it. They are really they they have multiple accounts and what they do is they are uh, you know they, they probably have a big big investment in the coin uh, in not only their money they probably invest for other people and what the, you know I think altcoin UK does that he kind of he, he came out and he said mm -hmm. that uh, and when we pointed it out you know he, he sort of deleted that post and uh, oh actually no he didn't delete the post I found, I had found it. He made a mistake by saying that he, he's backed by big investors in Russia. And uh, when we pointed that out, you know, he, he sort of got angry about that. But uh, they, they have they have purpose. They slander. They, they, they put down these coins for a reason. So don't don't buy into it. You know, don't don't sit there and go, oh, my God, this guy's saying all this negative stuff. And look, 
Look how many other people are saying it on top of him. Yeah, I agree with him, and it's not looking good, and, and this coin is uh, it's going nowhere. It's got no roadmap. It's got no website. Jesus, oh, God, you know, I, I better sell now. Don't don't listen to them because they want you to sell. They, they're, they're buying. They, they want to buy as cheap as possible. When everybody sells, then then they get it for cheaper, and they get, they get to accumulate. You know, in the world of crypto, that's what they do. They accumulate at a very, very, uh, your very low price. So when it finally goes high, you know, and you think your coin is doing great, they're gonna they're gonna dump it all, and they that's how they make their profits. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's a uh, there's that adage, but that uh, it's called hodl. Yeah, hodl. It seemed to have originated from a forum post back in the day. And uh, HODL means, you know, I think one day somebody uh, just, from what, from what I hear, somebody got tired of losing money. He got tired. He's like, he's like, you know what? Fuck all you people. I'm not selling anymore. I'm going to HODL. And I think, it, I think he meant hold, but he ended up saying, uh, he ended up spelling it funny. And it's stuck throughout the crypto history. So uh, HODL means just just hold on to it. Just keep it, stake it, and just hold it. You know, it's sort of like, like Vericoin at the moment. You know, Vericoin, you know, things, things haven't looked good for Vericoin for a while, I'm going to be honest. You know, myself and some friends of mine, we, we hold a big bag of Vericoin. But uh, I'm not selling. I'm not losing money. I refuse to lose money. I'm just not going to look at it for a while. That's all. And that's the best way to be because now you see the price going from 3000 to 6000 you know, almost hitting 7000 now. And with all these new things that they're doing, you know, it could it could go a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get back to Bitcoin, Doc, though. I know I went on a tangent there for a little while. But, you know, the, the whole the whole point is don't listen to anybody out there, including us. Don't don't listen to us. You know this is you have to you have to take everything with a grain of salt. I mean, uh, you know, you could say that that Supernet Radio is you know uh, biased against other coins because it's called Supernet Radio, but you know what? We're not we're not really you know we're not really part of Supernet. You know, I called it Supernet. Me and Kev called it Supernet Radio because it sounded cool, and we and we liked what Supernet was doing. Mm. And, uh, and you know, with the Supernet radio uh, title, you know, we get, to, we get to talk about a lot of the coins under the Supernet umbrella, you know, Opal and Veracoin. And, and we get a lot of insider information on all the, all the coins. And, you know, we get, to, we get information first, like Feebrave, you know, came out on the show, what was it, last week, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, you know, and he told us about, uh, you know, a, a new feature for the first time right on the show so you know that that's that's the benefit of just the name uh, other than that our opinions are you know I'll say it man Vericoin's down in the dumps at the moment I mean it's it's a great coin it's got you know if you compare it to all the other shit coins out there you know it's it it doesn't stand out as a shit coin because it's got a developer behind it that's actively working. Not just one developer; it's got multiple developers. Which is always a good sign, you know. So, 
Right. So you know people are working on it. You, you know it's going to get better. And you, you know th- there's no developer that's planning on jumping out you know, and, and leaving, leaving the community in the dust, which happens mm-hmm. all the time. I think it just happened to a coin called Ascension, you know, where, you know, there's a, a whole community of all these believers, you know, and it's sad because they're probably first time, you know, it's probably their first time investing in a coin, you know, they, they, you know, I feel bad for those people that, that, you know, just get into the crypto world and, oh, you know, I'm going to, I like this coin and I'm going to invest in it, you know, and then, and then, and then the developer just, just leaves. He ascended somewhere. And, and it, and it goes down into the dumps. Yeah, he ascended. <laughs> so, yeah. So you, you you can't you gotta you gotta do your homework before investing. If you're new to the crypto world, please do your homework. Uh, join Supernet Slack is my best my that, that's the best thing you could do because everyone's gonna give you their honest opinion here. And and if and if somebody says something stupid, there's a hundred other people that'll call them out on it. Like, nah, man, you're wrong. That's not how it is, you know. So, and and it's a live chat, and it's constantly. Yeah, there's always there's, I think it's 450 people in here. So if you go to supernet.com, uh, supernet.org, I'm sorry. Uh, I believe there's a you know a method there where you could uh, you could sign up for to join Supernet Slack. And uh, this this is the best Slack I've ever mm. been in so far. Uh, so, but but we we explain teleport, right? Mm-hmm. And we explain telepathy. And uh, one thing we we didn't really touch on is on Bitcoin Dark is it, I, I've heard it works on the API level. What's what's that mean, Colin? It it's, it seems to you know, unlike other coins, it, Bitcoin Dark works on an API level. I mean, it seems to uh, allow, from what I understand, it allows other software to be tied into it easily because of APIs being available. Sort of like hooks. Got it. So if you wanted, so if you wanted to, uh, if you wanted to do a transaction, you wanted to make your own program that does transactions through Bitcoin Dark. There's an API. There's APIs available where you could connect it. Uh, through the background, you know, in your program, you know, through usually a key, right? It uses a key back and mm-hmm. forth, some type of Dora process where there's confirmations, mm-hmm. right? And uh, there's a request, there's an offer, you know, and and it allows the program to do the work for you without, you know, so it, it, it's very it's very available. Bitcoin Docs is very available. It, it has lots of lots of uh, options for future future improvement and, and uh, innovations mm-hmm. so that, that's a, and that's what what I understand that you know what they mean by it's working on the API level which is what Bitcoin dark told me earlier mm-hmm. uh, you know the telepathy and teleport offer a robust a non framework for Bitcoin dark you know, there's a lot more to Bitcoin Dark than this. So. Uh, the, the, the tech is launched and tested by users as part of Supernet. Mm-hmm. You know, and there, there's going to be through Supernet. There's going to be tons of other developments. I mean, this is just the start. You know, you know, people were talking to James, and James said, you know, we're, we're probably. He says this is going to go on for years. So, 
Quick question. You would probably know this better than I would, but how old is Supernet now? Well, I would only know through since since June of last hmm. year uh, of 2014, and that's when I discovered it. And I'm sure it was around for a few months before that. So it, it probably around May, April, May of June. So it's been around for a year. And already we have uh, Instant Dex and we have all these open source uh, solutions, you know, where, you know, all, all these other other uh, comp- competitive, uh, you know, like Ethereum and uh, what, what's that new one, NEM. Uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of ones out there that are not open source that are profiting and claiming, you know. I, I understand you did all the work and you want to keep it as your own, but... It does nothing for world improvement, you know. There's nothing like there's there's nothing like a thousand people out a, a thousand developers being able to look at your code and making something better out of yeah. it. Yeah. When it's not when it's not open source, you can't do that. So it it you know you you just call yourself Microsoft, you know, and you know you want everybody to pay for your uh, for your special code that that you created in you know a, a certain portion of your life, you know few months maybe or a year or two years you know so that yeah that, that's basically mm-hmm. it man uh op, you know open source is is a it's really important for code to be open source and that's that's something actually based of guitar man was was uh, explaining to me you know he he gets he gets really angry when a when a, a coin is closed source and he can't look at the code yeah but you can't you can't tell if that coin if it, so the so the first thing when you're doing research on a coin is is the is the code open source or closed source you know and that that would be probably the the a number one question to ask uh, you know because you you don't know you, if nobody no other developers looking at it they can't find flaws yeah. they can't they can't find backdoors you know you you don't know if that developer put a trojan in the wallet you don't know you just don't know because it's closed source. They they don't they don't allow you to look at the code. Yeah. Uh, of course, you could always get a hacker to uh, to re- reverse engineer. But we'll touch upon that another day. Uh, did, did we go over everything about Bitcoin Dark? Uh, you know, today's show is is all about Bitcoin Dark and its features. A uh, Bitcoin Dark Dev is. Uh, is is an amazing developer. Mm. I mean, he he is he is. I've I've watched him work on the screen, and I can't even understand the things he does. But he, you know, in a in a couple nights, he created the Windows wallet through my uh, you know through my mm. computer you know, that he was borrowing, and that, it was amazing. I, I was having a great time just watching him. You know, I mean, I, that, that's like the geek in me. You know, you see people writing code. It's fun. It's fun to watch them. He's he's an amazing developer. Mm. Uh, I, you know, you know what what would would be a great idea. What's that? And I, I probably shouldn't say it because it's probably a money making idea. Uh, some type of YouTube just for developers where you could watch them code all day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. 
and everybody could learn from watching other developers, you know, and seeing, and, and you could tell their skills by watching them work, right? So really, that would be really impressive. I, you know what, that's, not, that's, that's something to bring up. Or maybe even create, who knows? I, I, hmm. Who knows, maybe I'll create it tonight. Um, so what, what, else, what else did we, uh, we, cover, we not cover? I do have a little list here of my own. Hmm. Bitcoin Dark is a reference currency. Oh, so Bitcoin Dark is going to be the reference mm. currency for Instadex. Yeah. Sort of like Bitcoin is on the regular exchanges. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin Dark will be the reference currency for uh, exchanges going through uh, different coins. Uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, in conclusion, uh, you know, Bitcoin Dark is a community-driven project which aims to fulfill the original ideas of cryptocurrency, which were, and still should be, decentralization, openness, and anonymity. You know, it should be like the Wild West back in the day. You know, you, 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 you protect your, your wallet with your gun. That's it. And your computer is your gun. You know, and you, you should, you, should uh, you know, you, it's, it's all on you to protect your money. You know, you, you, could, you, could sit, you could listen to the media, the mass media saying, oh, hi, you know, it's easily hacked. It's not easily hacked. Bitcoin, the, the blockchain is not easily hacked. It hasn't been, no one's been able to hack the blockchain. So it's not easily hacked. What's easily hacked is people's computers, yeah. unfortunately. You know, we've covered that in a past show. Uh, you, you, you're responsible for, for your computer being unsecure. Take responsibility of that. Uh, you know, you can listen to our past show where we show you how to lock down your computer. Uh, you know, through ma many, many methods. I think we've covered most of yeah. it, huh? I, we had virtualization in there. We had, uh, you know, all, all the different types of software that you should be running on your computer if you're not. Uh, Start taking some responsibility for your money. Stop giving it to the banks so that they just can loan it out to other people and uh, and charge you and charge you. And you, you don't even get any interest on anything you give them. I mean, you're, you're just giving away your money. It's, it's, it's a really a, a bad system. Uh, on, on that note, I, I think we're, we're pretty much done for mm -hmm. today. Um, it was nice to hear Kivando. That was. <laughs> that was. That was a surprise. Uh, any last thoughts and or uh, any, any last uh, words for the people out there, Colin? No, I uh, I think we covered it all this time. Oh, you, you know what we didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. Just one more thing. Uh, the Bitcoin supply is limited to 1.2 million. Mm. Just, just so people know that, you know, it, it only increases five percent a year, so that's why you get five percent staking. Mm. All right, I, that that's it. We're, we're done. Yep. <laughs>
All right, so Bitcoin, Bitcoin Dark is covered. All right, uh, if you have any questions, uh, definitely you can post it in the chat on supernetradio.com. Uh, you could you could call up Kevando on the Chillax Hour and ask him some questions. Uh, Kevando.vrc is uh, is his Skype name. He'll be more than happy to take calls during the show, like we take calls during our show. Uh, you know, we we are new. Supernet Radio is a new a, a new new station, a new idea. Uh, it's something I, I thought and Kevando thought that it was really important to educate people. And this is something I do in my spare time. Uh, we don't get paid for this. Uh, if anything, we're, we're in debt. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, the amount of p- money w- will probably end up saving people from making bad decisions and maybe from protecting them from losing their coins is, is worth yeah. it. Uh, so uh, on, on that note, I'm out of coffee. That was a perfect one hour right there. And uh, that's about it. Uh, have a great day, folks. Uh, look into bitcoindark.pw. That's the website, like password, bitcoindark.pw. And, uh, and next week we'll have another topic. All right. For you. All right, Kyle? Yeah, sounds good. All right, Colin. Th- thanks, thanks for your 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 expertise. Uh, you know, I personally have a lot of trouble explaining crypto. I could I could take apart a server and put it back together in probably 10, 15 minutes, but I I can't. Ex- explaining something is is not my strong point. Probably because I have that Italian uh, language barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, English as my second language. So, uh, so everyone have a great day. Colin, you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next week. You too. Week, bro. Go get some more coffee. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, more caffeine.